Hello, Letterman Road Watchers and listeners. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is another episode of Bermanology. Uh, today, we are joined by new Ohio State commitment, Tumiche Adeleye from IMG Academy by way of Katy, Texas. Tumiche, thanks for taking time to get on the show again. Uh, I know the last couple hours for you have probably been hectic. A lot of calls, a lot of people uh, offering congratulations. So let me be the, the last to do that. Um, congrats on your decision first and foremost. And if we can start there, what, what made it time to make the, the call, I guess, because you had talked a number of times saying, you know, August was, was the, the idea, August was the idea, but what changed? Um, I'd say it's a combination of multiple things. Um, coronavirus being one of them, but, um, I'd say that's in conjunction with I've already I've always known deep down in my in my heart that I was going to be a Buckeye. So um, you know everything. I just felt like it was the right time now to so I could be an integral part of the you know the class building process and be integral and helping other guys that the coaches view as elite, um, helping other guys make their decision and, and come come be Buckeyes and, and come win with us. Because if, if they don't come with us, they're definitely going to get beat by. You, as you said, you guys are building something um, right now that has the potential to be not just the best class in, in the class of 2021, as you know, but something that could potentially be the, the highest ranked class in the history of modern recruiting. And since the Internet started tracking this stuff the way we do now, how much of a conversation has there been? with the other guys in the class, with Jack Sawyer, with Kyle McCord, with, um, you know, Reed Carrico and Ben Christman and these guys that led you to this, was it them saying, Hey, you know, this is where you want to be. So get on board. Or was it you saying, I know this is where I want to be. So I'm coming. It was, it was me saying, I know this is where I want to be. I mean, I've been, I've known I was going to be a Buckeye since 2015, since the Oregon national championship game. I've known deep down in my head, Deep down in my heart, I've known people around me have known. Uh, I, I just, I just got through before I got on the phone. I was just texting one of my my teammates from my my previous school that after the season in 2018, I had told him he was like, "Where are you going to end up going?" He was, and I told him I was going to end up going to Ohio State. He just reminded me about that, you know, um, a couple a couple minutes ago before I got on the call with you. So it's like I've always known deep down. But I felt like now was the, the the best time to do it. I mean, now now that you're committed, maybe it's easier to answer this question without drawing the attention or ire of other other fan bases or whatever. But why why have you always known it was Ohio State? What what was it about? I, I know there's the relationship with Larry Johnson that's obviously grown and developed and and turned into the piece of this puzzle that changes your future. But what is it about the past that you've always found? Ohio State, you know, that seemed to draw. You're a kid from from what East Texas, or why Ohio State? What made them like the spot? Um, just tradition. You know, tradition speaks volumes. Uh, there's a tradition of winning at Ohio State, and you know that that's at the end of the day, a true football player doesn't want to lose. They want to win in everything they do. So I feel like being set up at an institution like Ohio State would allow me to, to win, not just in, in, in the football aspect, in the, in the life aspect. I'd be able to give back to the community. I'd be able to succeed and win academically. I feel like it was, you know, the whole nine yards. And I, and I feel like 
personally, for, for me and my family, it was the best decision for me. These last few sorry, go ahead, finish. I say it's just the tradition. These last few months, um, you know, you you made the decision to transfer out of Tompkins High School in Texas. You you take the trip, you go to IMG, you start school there, start working out there. Now you're back home in Texas because of the coronavirus thing. There was all this talk on the recruiting circuit about Florida and all these other schools that you were paying, seemed to be paying more attention to than Ohio State. Mm-hmm. How did the, the relationship with Larry Johnson and Ohio State carry through all of this turmoil and this back and forth? Um, I feel like a lot of people don't understand, um, you know, if it, it might be the media don't understand or people just on the outside looking in at recruiting, they don't understand that coaches know who they want and they know like kids that are serious about a program. Coach Johnson has always known what my goals in life are. And he's always known that I've been, you know, serious about, you know, transforming my game and getting to the next level. And he knows he is the person that is able to facilitate that and take my game to the next level. So it's always been a mutual understanding between us that, you know, I'm going to end up at a school that's going to prepare me best for the NFL. And he knew the whole time that Ohio State was the school that was going to be that. So I don't. I think in the back of his mind, he, he always knew what was going to happen. So he. I don't think he was ever too scared whenever I talked about another school or anything. So some of that, I mean, you, you might think, a guy like Larry Johnson, who is not really involved or active on social media, doesn't see a lot of the, I don't want to say the game of the recruiting game, but he's talking to you directly. So he may not even notice all the other stuff or, uh, as you said, probably didn't care about it because he's getting to have real conversations with you. Do you think that this recruiting monster has changed kids over the years change you did it change like anything about the way you felt like you wanted this process to go um i felt like it put more unnecessary pressure on me and in that sense that you know there's a lot of people that are are looking towards my decision and looking at where i was going to go but in this it i feel like it didn't really affect it that much because at the end of the day i knew i was going to stay true to myself and i was going to stay i was going to go to a school that had things that i had already outlined as as factors that were going to be important to my to me making my decision so you know at the end of the day there was some outside pressure but i felt like throughout this whole process i straight i stayed true to myself and i knew what i wanted to get out it's, it was all. It was okay. Because what you see is fans who are um, hearing one side of a story, right? So back in November, you you had planned a visit. You had a, a, a playoff game that canceled the trip. There was hope that you were going to make a trip in January and couldn't. There was the the coronavirus cancellation canceled trips in the spring, and there was a tweet from you that seemed like you were annoyed or agitated, but almost like, do you think people took all that stuff and just made an assumption that you weren't really serious about Ohio State, even though none of that stuff was your, I don't want to say fault, but doing? I mean, you were sort of just a product of the circumstance, right? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say people didn't really, people on the outside looking in may have thought that, 
I wasn't serious about Ohio State or, or whatnot. But at the end of the day, this is why I tell everyone, you know, the coaches, the coaches know their job is to get elite talent. Their job is to develop that talent. Their job is to win games. You know, at the end of the day, they know the guys that they want. They have their guys on the board. They have, you know, the guys. They, coaches look at film and they know who's going to be good. They know who who's putting in the time and doing the little things to improve on their craft and to, to separate themselves from the competition. So, you know, if you if you bring a guy in like that, and you just continue to mold them and to, and to add your knowledge onto onto what they already have in their toolbox. Coaches know that you know that they know the certain the guys that they want in their program, and they know the guys that are, are program changers and and game changers. So you know, at the end of the day, a coach is going to take a commitment from someone that he believes in. You know, someone that he feels can transform their program. And you've been doing the little things. You went to the Rivals Camp Series and were the defensive line MVP. You you made the switch over to the IMG Academy, I, I would assume, with the intent of of taking your game to the next level and preparing you more uh, mentally for college. Still, there are people out there and, you know, they see you and wonder – where you fit in, how, where, where's your position? You, you've been adamant that you want to be that and you intend to be. And Larry Johnson is recruiting you as a defensive end. Mm -hmm. How frustrating is it for you as a 17 year old kid who is just trying to, to be the best you that you continually have to listen to outside noise or hear, and not, not that you have to listen to it, but that you hear outside noise of people who aren't, really aware of what's going on i just i look at it like this um coach johnson and i know the plan for my career that we have um the coach johnson knows what he wants to play me at he knows how he views me uh so i i don't really i don't get distracted by the outside noise because coach johnson if he didn't want me to play um the position that he wants me to play, he, he wouldn't be recruiting me, you know? Right, right. And it's, it's, I just know that Coach Johnson has a plan for me, and I know I see his vision. I've already sat down with him. I, I know how things are going to go. So it's like, at this point, it's just all outside noise for me because I, I he's seen my physical traits. He knows my measurables. He knows he's seen me in person and and in oh, camp settings. He knows my, my get off speed. He knows my wingspan. Like he knows everything about me. He knows he's been saying this to me since they've been recruiting me. He, right. he believes I'm an elite talent. That's why he's been pursuing me so hard. So everything else that anybody else has to say doesn't mean anything. Cause he's the one that's putting the guys into the league. He's the one that's putting the guys into the, into the first round. He knows what he wants. So that, that's all that matters. I'm going to, I'm not going to ask you, to speak on this um, too specifically, but there are people and peers of yours, other kids in this class of 2021, other defensive linemen who in the last couple of weeks have made, made comments on social media that like Larry Johnson's career has been because of the players he has, not because of his ability to teach or to coach. As somebody who told me, a year ago, Larry Johnson was the biggest part of this process for you and who obviously uh, you still feel that way. Otherwise, you wouldn't have committed now. Mm -hmm. 
how do you hear that? Like, does that drive you up a wall? Does it make you just laugh or, or how? Because the you'd think that the, the proof is in the pudding here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what what is going on? Is that just top level recruiting from other schools that they're convincing someone of this? Or is that is that something kids actually think? Mm, I feel like. I don't I don't know. I, personally, I'm not sure. I feel like it might be um, pressure put out by other schools to say stuff because they see what we're building, and they they know it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long couple of years, you know, for for opposing teams that are gonna play Ohio State. So they're trying their best to try and sell the name of the program and and you know what what coaches here have done. So you know, to each their own. They're gonna continue to do what they need to do to try and get the kids that they want. But you know. We, everyone that's committed to Ohio State, everyone that is, you know, a top target for Ohio State knows what Ohio State brings to the table. You know, that's elite coaching, it's elite development, and, you know, it's elite family-based program that's, that's going to take on to the next level and take us to championships. So if you're on, if you're ready for that, then come, come on board. You told me last June after your first and only visit to the school at Ohio State that you got a chance to spend some really good quality time with Chase Young during that visit and that speaking to Chase uh, about the responsibilities of being a Buckeye, how, how it kind of changed the way that you viewed recruiting. Like it made you realize that there was a bigger uh, responsibility for you guys once you make this decision. Mm-hmm. Now that you've committed and there's going to be a, a subsection of people again who are whether it's creating a, a narrative for a story or just normal skepticism are going to think that you committed now because you're feeling pressured or bored or whatever. And that once everything gets back to normal, you might still be looking at other schools, blah, blah, blah. How do you move forward from here? How awesome is it for you to make this decision now a week before Chase Young is drafted and, and, you know, how do you see this progression for you moving forward in into the next phase of your career and, and the next phase of your high school life? Uh, I'd say for anyone that feels like, you know, I'm looking at any other schools, I try, I'm saying right now, dispel any of those thoughts. I'm 115, 100, 1000 percent committed to Ohio State you know I'm I'm not interested in anybody else obviously other schools are going to continue to recruit sure. me because you know that's that's what they do but as far as as where I stand I know in my heart my family knows that Ohio State is a school for me and, and everyone knows that you know it's a done deal for me so I'm, I'm, if we if I could sign tomorrow I'd sign to Ohio State so it's, I don't see myself going anywhere else. You're now committed along with Jack Sawyer, along with Michael Hall. There is still a push out there for Ohio State to add another defensive lineman or two probably in this class. You're at the IMG Academy, one of the most talent-rich programs in the country. You have a pair of teammates there that are being heavily recruited by Ohio State and J.C. Latham and Kamar Wilcoxon. You don't seem like you're shy uh, or that you're um, someone who is going to be reluctant to help recruit for the Buckeyes. How do you approach a player like JT Tuamalo or someone like that 
are you are you doing that by yourself? Are you Jack and Mike going to combine efforts? Like, what's the who are the targets for you moving forward, and and how are you going to get them? I guess. Uh, for me personally, uh, I'm really a kid that I'm really stuck on on getting is a Mecca, just because knowing his his background, his he's half Nigerian, his dad is Nigerian, I'm I'm Nigerian as well. Just I know how his dad is approaching the recruiting process. And I know that if, if my family just sits down with, with his family, that I, I know a lot of good things can come from that. A lot of things, a good things can come to fruition from that. So Emeka is a kid that I've really, just from the outside, I, I recognize when someone is really good at football because I've just been playing for so long in my life. Emeka is one of those kids that I'm like, this is a, this is a game changer. The coaches feel the same, the same way. So that I, He's probably going to hear all this. I mean, I'm going to put the pressure on him. That's, that's, that's just my personal goal. As far as anyone else, I mean, I already talked to Coach Coombs today. I told him, anyone that you need, tell me I got him. You know, I'm going to Kamar, JC, every, everybody. Whoever the coaches need me to go and get, I'm after it. But at the end of the day, I'm not in the business of pressuring anybody. I just let people know straight up. You know, you have, you have the coaching staff. You have the family brotherhood, you know. You saw what uh, you saw what uh, what's your call it? what uh, Jeffrey Okuda was saying about his teammate Demond. You know, he was asking the NFL analysts why his teammate's not a first round corner. So it's it's a brotherhood over there. That's what I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say you can come and win with us, or you can come and get whooped by us every single year. So it is what it is. Well, look, Chimiche, I really appreciate you taking time. Um, I know, like I said, your phone's probably been ringing off the hook today. I, I wanted to tell you that I do appreciate uh, on Wednesday night when you made the announcement that you tweeted, I'm going to do interviews tomorrow. And so the people, I, I, I feel like, and if I can get on a soapbox here for a second, I feel like so many kids in your position, which is obviously a very blessed position to be in, uh, allow other people to control their their experience and just because people write things on the internet or do videos like this doesn't mean that we should have any control over what you do or how you do it or when and i i maybe that's i don't know maybe that feels like i'm placating people but i just think it's frustrating that kids who are going through one of the biggest and best moments of your entire life feel like it's a burden sometimes to celebrate because people are so over the top with what they're trying to do. But anyway, that's just my soapbox. So listen, uh, thanks very much for taking time. Um, congratulations. Continue celebrating with the family and uh, Letterman Row. We'll talk to you in the future. Um, hopefully we'll get to see you on campus sometime soon so I can get some photos of you because I don't have any of you in my library. So it uh, makes it very difficult to write stories about you. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate when I'm trying to write a story about Tumiche Yadaleye and I have to put a picture of Larry Johnson. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, thanks, man. Have a great day. Thanks for watching this episode of Bermanology. I'm Letterman Row, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.